rolling. <laughs> episode. I'm rolling. Oh my god. Oh man, I'm Molly. This is gonna be a terrible episode. <laughs> um, just as every other episode is. Yeah. Terrible. Keeping it consistent. It is inane blather. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Hell> <laughs> episode yeah. seventy-eight. No, where we uh, constantly, constantly remind you that we are with. Ben Shapiro, the conservative icon, mm-hmm. for one reason. Mental illness is when you're right wing. Because he said that. Say it again. Oh, and capitalism said, say it is again. bad. Yes. <laughs> that's the good one. That's capitalism good one. Yeah. is bad. And that's there why is. Ben Shapiro is awesome to the max. But anyway, it's episode 78. Our hero. Our hero, Ben Shapiro. We should write a song about him. Yes. Because it's already bars. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll write that uh-huh. down. <laughs> okay, I wrote it down. Okay, <laughs> don't no. forget it. Um, it's a good so one. You have come here to listen to Inane Blather because you're pooping the bed, and you want to, you know, virtually hang out with uh, headstrong, stubborn, quibbling, self-centered, vindictive, obnoxious, hormonal, sexually preoccupied, evil, thieving, cross-dressing jerks. When it comes down nice. to it, that's really all you want to do. But you don't. You don't go out and do things. You listen to podcasts. You're a freak. No. <laughs> you, listener, you know who Freak-a-leak. you are. Yeah. No. <laughs> I feel like uh, since we know so many of our listeners personally, it's they are like, freaks. Like, yeah. No, I mean, it's like, <laughs> like, I'm the most terminally online out of everyone. <laughs> everyone else, like, goes out and does things with their That's lives true. and sees people and interacts and touches grass way more than I do. That's how most of our listeners are, as far yeah. as I know. Just sit in the dark. Pillars of their community. You know. You're like a member of your whatever thing in your community. You do stuff. You do more stuff in your community than I do. Yeah, in your community. I'm just fishing (laughs) for compliments. No. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you do stuff. I mean, sure, I... You know, I was canvassing door to door with Amnesty International, but you do stuff too. No. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> right? Probably. Anyway, uh-huh. um, we're less than two weeks away from, or I guess we're two weeks away from Christmas Christmas, Christmas Day um, as of recording. <laughs> Dateline, <laughs> Seattle, Washington. <laughs> Instead uh-huh. of just saying where we are. But uh, even though it's all come out before. Um, so. Are you ready for all the familial no. gatherings, all that stuff? Are you excited? Um, I'm excited for the Friendsmas we're going to oh, on yeah. the 23rd, you know? That'll be really oh, fun. To, uh... I keep thinking mm-hmm. in my head, I'm like, yeah, it's like Friendsgiving, but it's Christmas instead. Uh, it's Friendsmas, duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that'll be, I'm really, really looking forward to it. You know, uh, awesome. one of my partners is uh, coming home with me after... You know, there was some family drama over that, but it's all it's all si- situated because yes. I am more stubborn, and yes. I guess that's one one out in this one. Uh, so I like to think that I'm more virtuous, but I also, um, you know, it's all just about Emma Martyr. Who yeah. is? <laughs> it's all just about who's stubborn when it comes down to it, and that's why democracy simply doesn't work. Yeah, that's all it comes mm-hmm. down to in the end. Yeah, history is written by the stubborn. 
that's the same. Oh, yeah. But no, yeah. it's going to be great seeing people. Bring in all my, all these instruments, going to mm-hmm. play, you know, jam out at the Friends Miss. Our sister's going to be here. Yeah. You know, our niece, we're all going to be um, hanging out together. I'm really looking forward uh, to that part of it. Having like, you know, almost a week off um, <laughs> of work. Cool. Nice. Yeah, I made it so <laughs> when uh, when our sister's visiting, I'm not working a single day that oh, she's that's here. Good. Yeah, so I be, like yeah, took Tim off and like switched my shifts and stuff so I could uh, make sure I had the time. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, maybe we'll get a little snow, which would be nice. A nice change from all this fucking rain. Mm-hmm. I've gotten so much rain it's been like there's been floods oh, yeah. and stuff like that uh we had our winter fest the river today. here yeah. on the non-rainy side and it rained for hours during the parade it was rain. it finally kind of let up just in time for the parade actually which was kind of mm-hmm. nice but it was pouring <laughs> the entire time we were setting up it's all ponchos you know christmas ponchos. lights over all of the the trucks and trailers and floats and all this stuff and i was just Cute. glad that my setup i was like well I mean, this is all just cobbled together. Hopefully nothing shorts out. <laughs> yeah. It is not uh, some sort of professional outdoor setup. You know, I just have a an extension cord going from a power inverter just uh, zip-tied underneath my truck to hopefully keep it dry. And I'm just That's right. imagining all these cords, like, frayed and, like, copper wires showing <laughs> yeah. and stuff. I'm like, ah, this like, will be wow, fine. look at yeah. that light show. That's right cool. Right next to your gas tank in your truck <laughs> yeah. yeah i just leave the fuel door open you know get some vapors out you know mm-hmm. i need to burp it every once in a while you know? <laughs> um oh i guess i don't have like an explosion thing why did i think i had an explosion on here oh i don't know you know why i thought that because women are bitches they're whores <laughs> you should kill them with a knife it's always women's was- fault I was just quoting that. I forgot <laughs> that that's exactly what he said. I was laying in bed with uh, my partners this morning. And I just randomly said that. Women are like, bitches. Women are bitches. You should kill them with a knife. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> but, uh... Oh, I think it was because I was talking about Hassan. Actually. Oh, okay. Um, and I was like, he's so oh! cool. He's so hot. Yeah. And I'm like, and he says oh! things like, women are bitches. You should kill them with a knife. <laughs> Bro, this is such a funny take, dude. Thank no, you. he was serious. <laughs> yeah, that was not an impression. That was like him talking to Andrew Tate and agreeing with yes. him. Yes, <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm the big, your biggest fan, Mr. Tate. And yeah. I became your fan because I know. Women are bitches. They're- <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we were just talking about women, too, before we started the show. And I was like, why aren't we recording this? Oh, we were talking about so, how such a conversation. Oh, so man. Good. You guys I feel so out. enlightened. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, like I was just saying professors how. Professors. Yeah. How stupid turfs are. To get good are. grades. Like, oh. How, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking professors. Like, just how they're, like, we were talking about how turfs totally miss the point of, like, Gender being a construct, or at very Just least, the point like of the feminism. foundations, yeah, the foundation of <laughs> feminism is about equality, and it's like, so why would you exclude trans people from that? Yeah. Like, and they're for not deserving of equality. <laughs> that doesn't know somehow turf is trans exclusionary radical feminist. It's Which just, it just feels like, especially if you're like a radical feminist, if you're going to call yourself that, then you, motherfucker, you better know. 
that gender is a construct, yeah. you stupid bitch. Like, of all things for you to know, as calling yourself a <laughs> radical feminist, you better know that that's, like, a yeah. huge part of it. Like, saying that, no, there isn't, like, this biological essentialism to why women need to be, like, uh, lower down on the hierarchy. Da, 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 da. It's like, no, we're all deserving of equality because this is actually things have changed over the years and different societies and it's a construct and all this kind of stuff. And then to say that trans people just like don't fit into that it means yeah. you're fucking stupid jk rowling you, it means you're fucking stupid how are Dave you Chappelle? excluding like, are you guys anyone from a conversation about, <laughs> about equality, equality for all <laughs> what the fuck does that mean yeah and and i mean and that's the thing we just like take it for granted because that's what you call people that identify it's pretty much they just ha we're liberals that don't like trans people is all it was it's like because we take for granted that oh yeah radical feminist is part of this none of you people were radical feminists literally none of them you could be maybe yeah, you were a JK feminist Rowling. and then you became a transphobe or whatever but it's like no i mean your level of feminism i don't want to be like gatekeeping something that i have nothing to do with but it's like do your it. level of feminism <laughs> was just like pretty much the norm like you were a liberal <laughs> considered yourself a feminist but uh no you're not a turf that's what we call you but you're just a transphobe that's all it is yeah is you just don't like trans people there's nothing no sort of you didn't start from a place of radical feminism and get to that point at all like and i come across total uh shit lib radical feminists online they're mm -hmm. super annoying <laughs> yeah i bet but uh, yeah and it's like and you don't naturally get um trans exclusion from that even if you're a total shit lib feminist girl boss whatever or even like actual like academically just academically annoying feminist you know <laughs> it's Ugh, like that's yeah. online but yeah it's just like so how do you exclude i mean because it's what's funny it always becomes about trans women they don't want trans women to be part of feminist movements but it seems like it really started at least with um you know, online turf uh, communities or turf rhetoric from, um, you know, like, uh, gosh, what's that book? Uh, Irreversible Damage and that movement mm -hmm. about, oh, we're losing our young girls because of trans men about girls becoming boys. And that's kind of mm -hmm. where it started. But now, of course, it always just becomes about hating trans women. And even if you, like I was saying before we started recording, even if you um, think that, you know, so let's say you're just a turf, you're a transphobe, whatever, like yeah, exactly. you think that trans women are men, even though I think you're wrong, it's like, so that still doesn't validate excluding them from feminism it doesn't it like yeah because either one don't feminists you want think, men to be feminists yes it's like, like isn't that a thing that they push for <laughs> it's Not like that i'm a, saying that trans women are men if I'm you're saying. advocating for the equality between the genders okay like so do you think that they 
uh, should be left out because it's already unequal and they have the privileges of being a man in society because there's no way you can tell me that with a straight face yeah there is no way whatsoever with a straight face yeah with a gay face i mean either (laughs) the only way you get to um defend that point is with the stupid rhetoric of oh they're, they're the most privileged people you know, around, it's like, because you can't talk bad about them. I can't be a bigot towards them, so obviously they, they have societal privilege. It's like, it's you're so doing it right easy. now, for one thing. Yeah. And oh my god, look at... <laughs> presidential <laughs> yes. frontrunners do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, do you just think that because some leftists uh, call you a, a pig fascist online means that you can't, you can't say anything bad about them? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you almost... Yeah, Yeah, all of my hatred um, and bigotry just doesn't go, you know, uh, doesn't go unnoticed anymore. And I just don't think that that's right. People are actually holding me accountable for the things that come out of my mouth. And I think that that means our country is going down the wrong path. If I say hateful bigoted things that people say that's hateful and bigoted yeah you know that's just not the kind of country i want to live yeah. in <laughs> okay move to afghanistan bye yeah <laughs> there's not gonna you're probably not gonna find as many trans folks there you know uh or maybe i don't know I've i don't never know what they looked think it about up, that but but isn't that a thing iran um where i mean uh very on very anti-homosexuality so instead like you cannot be like a homosexual man. They yeah. you um they'd rather that you are a woman. Like you you're trans instead. So then you're not gay. That's like a thing like with their th- weird theocracy it, there. It, yeah. It's like transness it's like is way less open minded. Yeah. Yes, it's a, really he was strange. In a really, really homophobic but way. I yeah. think I heard that on like Chapo or Come Town, so I don't know how yeah, true so it is. But maybe uh, not. Uh, I just was uh I just want to read this really quick. Uh it was just a headline I was scrolling through just like on Google News because I just thought this was really funny. Okay. Vivek Ramaswamy forgets to mute Mike during his toilet break on X Spaces. No way! So. <laughs> oh my! It was like Naked Gun. Yeah. It's like yeah. Whoops! No, if he just took a gigantic dump, that would be amazing. It's- it's just an incredible headline, I feel like. It's <laughs> yeah, really it probably funny, isn't as funny but, uh, as what we would imagine, but... No, but I think it's funny for someone to leave their mic on. Didn't you know, Wasn't there, like, a state Supreme Court or something when they were doing stuff, like, uh, during the pandemic when, like, everything was on Zoom and someone was, like, you heard them flushing the toilet <laughs> <laughs> like, a judicial oh, hearing yeah. or something? But either way, back with the turf thing... I don't know. Uh, my uh, my final thought, we'll stick with Hassan again. I hate women. I, I, I mm-hmm. think there's only one gender. One man. gender. That's it. That's, that's what I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like how Hassan says that it's gay uh, to have sex with women. Like mm-hmm. the straightest, like manliest thing you could do as a man is have sex with yeah. other men. Like what are you doing what's having more, sex with women? They're so feminine. What's more masculine than Ugh, overpowering yeah. another man? <laughs> yeah, it's like getting Vosh into a sweaty wrestling too. Yeah. contest. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I was just talking about Vosh. Return I need to, reach out to him. Since return he's to in tradition. Seattle. Be like the Greeks. 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> Overpower your opponent your friends. and then have sex with him. Yeah. yeah. At least fuck their thighs with some olive oil or something like that, you know? Just Don't dudes being do. bros, right? Yeah, it's what dudes do. Uh, you know, so I was talking about Vosh, actually, about how I want to meet him because uh-huh. he lives in uh, Seattle. Yeah, he was out He's and about. He's younger than me. He was born in 1994. Yeah. Yep. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that. I wouldn't have guessed he was a guy. Yeah, he's a a cusper, I think, right? He's right. (laughs) uh, He's almost a zoomer. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he was out uh, uh, shopping for clothes and stuff. He was posting that on Twitter and stuff, getting some drip at some local shops in Seattle. Uh, I should follow him him on Instagram. Yeah, I don't know what he does on. I don't think I follow him. Well, whatever. I mean, if you if you get more online on the left, people sure fucking hate that guy. Hate him. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I want to do. I just yeah. like everyone uh, if they're on the left. And some people can be annoying. Some people can say really bad things. I'm I'm in a position where I can just take it all in stride and just hope for the best. So and we're all like, on the same team. Yeah, as long as you're not like you know being a sex offender, <laughs> then bad takes or bad jokes or whatever it is, I don't care. It's like if you yeah. have some good takes here and there, I enjoy it. I mean, it's like it's interesting I or people are trying their best. Like, I love watching Vosh uh, tear down conservative stuff. I don't like Vosh versus other leftists. It's really annoying. It seems very counterproductive, and that's how like all the leftists who hate Hassan. Oh my god! And like, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. It's like, yeah, but. Hassan is interesting and entertaining, and he does a lot to turn young people to leftist ideas and stuff like that. And he's a a public internet figure who's a self-described socialist. Like, it's like you just, you get really in a bubble where you don't really understand what you have here. Like, I mean, just just come to my town and start talking about being a socialist. And see where that gets you, you know? Yeah. I feel like, uh, yeah, it's interesting how people on the left just don't really like to give people the benefit of the doubt yeah. too much. It seems like a really or quick to like jump Even just jump to down agree people's... to disagree when it comes to political takes. It's like, yeah. They, I mean, like, I think uh, R.M. Brown was talking about on the last comment show about... Um, I mean, he was talking about, like, GOP debates and stuff and how <laughs> just inane and stupid a lot of that stuff is uh, with differing factions and stuff. But, I mean, it applies to the left, too, where it's like, why couldn't it have been, like, I mean, anarchists versus socialists and calling people tankies or uh, blah, 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 and trying mm. to poke holes in everyone's, uh, you know, philosophies and stuff online now is way different than... Back when, like, critiques, like, you know, Marx and Engels and then Kropotkin and this stuff, Mm -hmm. it's, like, it's all, like, to get somewhere, like, to further, you know, political thought or economic thought um, by having different perspectives or different prescriptions for what should happen. And it's, like, you're not going to 
you're not going to die from disagreeing with this person. You know, it's not life yeah. or death. Uh, we're not implementing this right now. You know what? It's like, so (laughs) that's what really gets me where it's like, hey, if we're actually building a society with these, you can really let's all voice our opinions about it and then really go toe to toe with what you think should happen with our governmental or economic or just societal structures in general. Um, But we're online and you're saying you, you just, yeah, you won't even listen to some people because oh well they're a you know a marxist leninist or they're a maoist or they're an anarchist or whatever it's like (sighs) shut up so now so now they have they have nothing (laughs) you could learn from you already know everything this person's gonna say you know exactly where they're coming from it's like you you already know your (laughs) own belief structure your own proposed ideology one hundred percent? No, you don't. Like life just keeps moving on. You know, and things best. change, and like, uh, mm. yeah, what even? Yeah, Who even are besides you that. Oh, you know no. best. It's like no, you don't even know what you know. Like, like how know you that. really feel about every, um, you know, every political issue, or how, like, uh, I mean, so many people that do this sort of leftist infighting arguing about actual like politics or something it seems like so many of them haven't even like built up their beliefs from like a foundation and arrived at you know a cohesive and holistic like I I just always use the word ideology I don't even know but you know like your politics you know because it's it is just ideology. Because you're not fucking, like, you know, uh, implementing it a lot of times. I mean, there is, and and when people are, quote unquote, implementing it, you know, engaging in praxis and like doing things like organizing, protesting, um, creating, you know, uh, co-ops or whatever it might mm-hmm. be. It's like that still isn't. I mean, that all of those things can still happen together with other people who do it differently, practice it differently, or see it differently. Because uh, newsflash, you still love, live under capitalism, asshole. <laughs> like, you have, I mean, we're not in, even in the process of toppling the structure. Because whether you're an anarchist or a socialist, even a democratic socialist, like uh, then, it we we're not we're, there. It's like all just we're like we're like, just talking oh, about I mean, it. We're even just like it, no matter any of those, yeah, yeah <laughs> any of those uh, different you know denominations because it's a religion. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. like uh, you all still have the same broad goal of moving past capitalism, but we aren't past capitalism. We aren't there. So <laughs> Not even close. It's like how you implement it, how you discuss proposed, you know, like prescriptive ideas for society, those can all differ wildly, um, and it's not going to hurt anyone. 
to it's, like uh, be an anarchist and someone else to be a communist or a socialist even a like i'll say even a democratic socialist social democrats or liberals or whatever people can rag on them but even that it, they still want the society to change for the better going towards yeah, the left okay all on the same team remember yeah that's and it, that's it what just people seems like do we not could, remember we could just have a little bit more of like conversations about it because even if you like pretty well read like anarchist or whatever if you've read a bunch of kropotkin <laughs> which is the it's my favorite to say yeah. of course uh or whatever you know Plus like the conquest really, of bread is just an amazing title for like yeah. a, an economic like uh philosophy tome yeah. you know it's like it's not like capital it's like come on carl yeah. what the fuck you know <laughs> come on carl do better than capital yeah i just think that it is interesting cuz to me i feel like people who are really really dogmatic about what they think like i say i'm an uh, yeah, anarcho yeah. I'm an anarcho-capitalist, obviously. No, I'm an anarcho-communist. Yeah. I really like that uh, guy which, in Argentina with the, yeah. with the sideburns. Oh, yeah, with the sideburns. <laughs> uh, but mine is more like, that's such a, like, such a broad, like, what a utopia to me. It's like, I don't know, without unjust hierarchies, without money or whatever, yeah. you know, like, uh, just what I would say is Literally just like an ideal. Literally Star Trek. <laughs> No. Yeah, something like I mean, it's you know, just something now, like that. No big deal. But it's not happening you know, but, right uh, now. Yeah, it's not. It not just in the United States. seems like I just don't really get like people who are like Marxist or who are Ugh. like very specifically to a specific viewpoint of one single person. Mm -hmm. That seems really interesting to me in a not good way because it's like haven't I mean like you can't possibly think like no offense I think Karl Marx obviously very very smart guy like these guys are like really smart they yeah. did think a lot of things a about it's capitalism a text a thousand percent but they're not gods yeah like they're not gods like the thing about just like the fucking founding fathers one, yes the one one person's point of view or a small handful's point of view it's like these are ideas for one thing i always say People didn't come up with these. These were things that existed and someone articulated, mm -hmm. you know, these ideas. Karl Marx, someone else would have come up with it. It wasn't just because of him, you know, that did a, a thing about anti-capitalism. Someone else would have written it if it wasn't him, you and know, because it did. is true. Yeah. These things, yeah, these things that are just true statements. But it's not so much about, like, how this one individual saw it. It's ideas about, like, what's bad about capitalism or whatever. But to be so like tied to just especially an individual's yeah. perspective on this like some of these leaders with uh, within like communism leftism whatever you want to say it's like i feel like you guys are kind of missing the point and it's interesting to see people like that <laughs> who should know better where it's like then you're becoming that's like a cult of personality yeah. then you're starting to say nope nope because you don't you're not a marxist leninist we do not agree but like, who are you are you like lenin yeah like are you like i was these, just thinking about like, it i was like yeah lenin I, had a lot of great stuff in writing and it's like you don't have to take it all like not even close i feel like you shouldn't and it was would over a hundred years him, ago like, anyway <laughs> yeah and like did he only have good ideas was he only was he like are these people like 
Jesus? Like, they're, like, infallible? Like, uh, you know, it? no, they're not. And it all just seems like we could just come up with a lot better ways of doing stuff if we had conversations about it. And it's like, yeah, I really really like that aspect of this, uh, you know, this person's perspective. I really like that aspect of this person's perspective. I like things could work like this. And, yeah, a lot of this, like, criticism done however many years ago, it seems like... There could be some updates to yeah. it, you know, or even like, <laughs> just different ways of spelling it out, different ways of, uh, yeah, especially when it comes to like prescriptive things, you know, that oh, things should be this way. That's where the differences are, and those, and I mean, and that's already accepting that yeah, things should be this way means that they aren't this way Mm -hmm. yet you know or maybe never will be or whatever it's just yeah the infighting on the left um it's just so much more um uh it just accomplishes so much (laughs) nothing you know yeah that like infighting on like prescriptive ideas on the right it's different because like whether it's fascist or anarcho-capitalist or something it's like yeah a lot of like conservative thought is about returning to something that has been or being with the status quo and that's why they can be so much more cohesive too because um it's like it's just easier it's just it's like stuff has already been done this way somewhere or here if it ain't broke don't fix it yeah or (laughs) it is the way that things are right now like that's so much easier Mm -hmm. to get people on board even if they have different ideas of how things should be um uh, yeah i'm just really rambling right now psychotic deranged cultist liars when it comes down to it this is propaganda and that's it no. <laughs> um, hey, I was. This is propaganda. And speaking of how things are right now, um, mm-hmm. and I think that so many purported leftists—I was going to say so-called leftists—if they can so be called. If no, they, they can are. So be called. Everyone, you know, uh, yeah, people even just yeah, left of center. We go through this whole thing about like, don't... geez, these leftists, and then we're like gatekeeping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, really no. But so many people who want to engage with with any sort of thought further than the stupid shit that we say um really yeah that's not like thought don't even (laughs) want to like uh discuss like material conditions currently and that's like really kind of important or because it seems like oh you're just working within the system whether it's voting or economics or whatever it's like uh i'm sure that you don't like the way things are right now but not working with that uh, just means that, I mean, material conditions for people are not going to change uh, in the way that you want it to because you're not doing anything about it. So I was thinking about economics, and that's why, uh, mm-hmm. um, because I had, I had talked about that last week, and it's like we have to be able to engage with bullshit like this is Mm -hmm. what I've been thinking. And so many of us just cannot because we really don't want to even be part of like discussing liberal policies or economics 
or, um, you know, programs and stuff like that. Because it's like, well, that's all liberal bullshit. It's like, well, yeah. that's how the country works. If you're an American, if you're yeah. anywhere, <laughs> almost, you know. Uh, but uh, let's see. Shoot, I had it open, too. What the? God dang it. Let me scroll back down. But I even said the title, mm-hmm. you know, was, uh, what was it? Uh, oops. These are Christmas songs. Inflation is your fault. If people are so mad yeah. about high prices, why do they keep buying so many expensive things? And stuff like this. Oh, that was the Atlantic. Like, while we don't, while we're sitting here not engaging with this, um, this is what so many more people see. Or, like, accept as fact. Like, they see stuff that's in the Atlantic. It's someone who mm-hmm. probably claims to be an economist or some sort of political scientist. I don't know why they're fucking right. Anyone can I would, claim to be I an actually economist. actually didn't look up. You claim to be an economist. <laughs> it's because I am an economist. But <laughs> yeah. um, I'm not even sure. You could look up Annie Lowry, L-O-W-R-E-Y, because I didn't Annie look that Lowry. up. Annie Lowry. But, um, you know, right off the bat, like... You would think, with prices as high as they are, that Americans would have tempered their enthusiasm for shopping of late, that they would have pulled back spending on luxury items, that they would have sought out uh, sought out budget and basic options, bought smaller packages, fewer things. This is not what happened. Consumer spending rose 0.2% after accounting for higher prices. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> in October... She's married to Ezra Klein. What? Annie Lowry. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Online shopping jumped 7.8% over the Thanksgiving long weekend, more than analysts had anticipated. See, uh, as I read through this, so many pieces of this, like, it's just so easy for the layman, uh, you know, I'm not trying to be like, Mm -hmm. uh, like it said, yeah, I'm an economist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, You know, I'm a layman, layman too, but it's like... um, for anyone to just start taking this as fact without seeing how poorly structured like these these arguments or analyses of the current state mm-hmm. of state of the economy which as you know is our society this is what people are experiencing um, you just take it for fact because they're the person who wrote it in the Atlantic. And some of this is just such bullshit. It's it's like really just held together with threadbare like logic and weasel words and uh, misleading statistics like, or a lack if it's like, of oh, data. Oh, it's more than they expected. Yeah, like, it's so? like that's not... So they were wrong. That doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's more than they expect, anticipated. Sales of new cars, dishwashers dishwashers people that's a luxury item cruise vacations (laughs) jewelry all things people tend to give up when they are watching their budget remain strong dishwashers consultants keep anticipating a recession (laughs) precipitated by the death of the consumer thus far the consumer is staying alive um and it's like so one thing that stood out where it was like cruise vacations oh i think it comes up later too and so i clicked on it tapped on it i guess but um no i think that was it just throwing that in there i was like but cruises i was like no one's claiming that we're in like a death spiraling depression you know it's like people are still living 
and purchasing and stuff, but prices are higher. And it's like, and yeah. inflation was bad. And the cruises thing, I was like, well, yeah, maybe cruises ran up because people still go on vacation. And now more people are doing cruises because that's a cheap vacation. <laughs> and even the uh, the link went to like this cruise. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's like a trade association newsletter that was very short, just saying, "Oh, Princess Cruises got uh, af- after they put all their their big sales. It was like half an advertisement, really, for these different cruise packages and different ones. They sold a whole bunch. They got more than last year. It's like okay." Why is that part of this argument at all? Because they did good marketing? Yeah, it's like, so <laughs> they slashed they... prices and people bought more cruises. I, I don't know, but um, let's see. Cruise vacations, jewelry. What I feel like... People hate inflation, just not enough to spend less. This is one of the central tensions of today's economy, in which things are going great, yet everyone is miserable. If everyone's miserable, things aren't going great. I And I feel like... <laughs> the thing that I just don't really get is how they treat inflation like, like we talked about supply and demand. It's like, we go. guys, actually, prices don't ever have to increase if you don't care about making money. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't care about like making more of a profit, then this wouldn't be a problem. It wouldn't matter how much we want to spend on dishwashers and cruises or whatever. It matters how much of a profit you these companies want to make that's what makes things more expensive just because there's more of a demand doesn't mean that has to do anything to the price that's the thing that i just really it's like can we stop blaming anyone besides literally the cfos or whatever it is of these companies that decide how much like profit they have to or whatever they're incentivizing and shareholders and all that kind of crap it's like that's what's doing it there is no reason (laughs) They had to increase the price of food. There is no motherfucking reason they had to increase the price of gas. They have the money. They don't have to do those things. They don't have to increase the prices of anything. They have a fiduciary responsibility. That's the problem. See, that's that's the issue with these discussions where it's like, um, it's like, yeah, but... I forget what I was going to say. <laughs> it's like the supply and demand part of it. It's like these things will happen. Um, but yeah, the, we won't. It's because us leftists feel like actual structural change, you know, is what's needed to address the problems that arise from um, the economy working as it should like working at mm-hmm. uh, how it's supposed to, not as it should. Like how it's supposed to be a working. It's economy. like, yeah, no, the yeah. supply and demand stuff does affect the you know economy on a on micro and macro scales because that's how we do things. It's like, and that the that leading to bad outcomes for individuals um, is why we want structural systemic change to how the economy operates you know and but i mean even yeah. so but the way that these but articles you know are Wait, written i just want to say me. okay i just want to say i don't care about fiduciary bullshit to shareholders all these shareholders 
Maybe they could be like, you know what, guys? I don't really feel comfortable with you raising the price of eggs because that means people are going to go hungry. Mm -hmm. So maybe like these couple quarters, I don't need to yeah. be making this. I could be making 0.5% instead of 1.5% return. Yeah. If they say this is in any help at like helping people like middle class people with like shareholders who own stocks it's like fuck off this is not the same thing yeah. like as like people who are actually benefiting mm -hmm. from the profits from these companies yeah. like it's I you mean, don't that's, and you that's know what? what we get we wouldn't have to care so much about our stocks if we could afford the fucking eggs at the grocery <laughs> yes. store guys the eggs gets brought up in here <laughs> and uh and that's the thing though i mean it's part of these structural issues like fiduciary responsibilities and stuff are law <laughs> like by law that's so fucking yes. disgusting how come they get they fiduciary responsibilities they can go to prison if they don't do what they want for their shareholders and they can oh, literally they let would. us starve to fucking death in the streets like worse than animals fuck these fucking rich people it's the law that they have, <laughs> have to, to try, try to, to make, make money for these other people because they sign a contract and they're providing food yeah. For a society, and there is no, there is no reason they have to make it affordable. Besides, so they can make money. Yes, exactly. There is, there is no just societal with responsibility. Just fiduciary responsibility. There is. Whoops! I just smacked my microphone. So hard. <laughs> <laughs> Inflate no, these uh, nuts. Fucking disgusting quote-unquote society that we have that that's the <laughs> so -called law society, not even at the baseline if it can so be eggs called. can never be more than 50 cents a, a thing or whatever like none of those things can be written into law none of those things it's just about like whatever you owe your shareholders mm -hmm. those are the things those are the people we have to protect the people with all these hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. what are they going to do without these protections in and place? it's like only have tens of millions of dollars <laughs> and they have us by the balls with i mean of course so many working class people it doesn't affect anyway but all of these the shareholders quote unquote that are affected by these profits and stocks and stuff it's like i mean it's these gigantic uh hedge funds things that deal with mutual funds and all that but then it still um affects real people because their retirement is in there it's all in the stock market you're like i have a retirement account is very sure. shitty uh and i need to do more but it's like people can't retire unless this unless you know you can blame it uh, you could you could say no they have to make money what you don't want these teachers to to get a good pension it's like that's not it like they should still be able to live their lives and be able to retire and all that without you making the hundred million dollars uh, and not losing your <laughs> retirement if you fuck everything up and lose everyone else their retirement funds. And it shouldn't come at the cost of yeah, like food exactly. being more expensive. Let people guys, live their you lives stupid and, motherfuckers. Yeah, and be <laughs> provided for. Uh, Talking about children going hungry, yes. you evil soulless well here you disgusting go disgusting monsters so this is their explanation <laughs> and it's just like the way that these sentences flow the way that these ideas are put together it's so gnarly to me it's just gross it, it, it just i mean it's really subtle it's not the mm -hmm. worst thing but it's just so it's not the worst thing uh, 
I mean, it's not, it's not, it, it's hard to tell with something like this, whether it's intentionally malicious or just another neolib idiot that, okay, so three years ago, the pandemic sure gnarled just... supply chains around the world, leading mm-hmm. to shortages of many consumer goods. At the same time, the American government transferred roughly $1.8 trillion to households in the form of generous, it says, unemployment insurance benefits, an amped-up child tax credit, stimulus checks, and delayed or forgiven student loan payments. Less supply, more demand, it was a recipe for higher costs. It's like, okay, that's true, but to call all this generous um, is a little disingenuous uh, already. (laughs) Um, And it's like, sure, okay, yeah, and then people... It's not that people got so much more money that uh, they had that more demand with less supply. The less supply was a real issue, and the supply chain issues should have been very much highlighted with how much they fucked us all over as, and mm-hmm. with how much they contributed to inflation. None of that has changed for the better. Instead, we get to blame the demand side. We all had more money, but there wasn't enough around, so all the costs went up. Costs really rose. A dozen eggs went for one thirty-three the summer after the pandemic hit. The price topped out at four eighty-three last winter. Gas prices nearly tripled. Used cars started trading for as much as or even more than new cars. The cost of leasing an apartment surged. The cost of buying a house went up even more. All of these things are necessities. You're talking about food, gas, shelter, like... Okay, yeah, so demand demand is always there. You're just talking saying that people had too much money. And then you ask why oh why is everyone so miserable when the economy's doing well? Because their economy is not doing well. When you can't afford rent or food or gas to get to your job where you get paid barely enough to afford your rent or food you're going to be miserable you don't you don't, you guess... have you have no life to look forward to where you're going to where you're going to retire and stuff like that or you know uh buy these luxury cruise vacations because you know why wouldn't you get a a cheap vacation when it's like well i'm gonna work till i fucking die anyway fuck you yeah (laughs) like what are so what is her stupid fucking point then this stupid bitch it's like it's the way that too much money so people are not supposed to have uh, enough money or what like what are you trying to say what is your point about our economy how is this supposed to work people are not supposed to have money then people are not supposed to have good jobs and be able to afford things because that drives up inflation then that's a stupid horrible way to run an economy i don't even understand what you think the ideal economy would look like you're saying people having too much money is a problem people having not enough money is a problem you know so it all comes down to our individual choices are what's driving the economy because people use their trump tax whatever to buy a one or you know these things from covid or whatever to buy one thing that they couldn't afford it it's like i don't even get what they want from from the stimulus stuff it's like Uh, it's wild it's so far in the rear view other countries did it so much more and like uh, other countries gave so much more money out to their people to help them out and they don't have it's like they didn't have i don't know people like dying in the streets from and that's (laughs) this is the problem with with articles like this um that are making the statement but then 
like the way that these paragraphs and ideas are flowing one into another instead of actually drilling down on like and even mentioning i mean it's like okay so we got all this money um supply chain issues there was uh lower supplies of a lot of things yada yada prices rose um but it's like how much you don't drill down into actual economic analysis of what else caused inflation what was the biggest cause of inflation because all the stimulus stuff is like uh what when when inflation was at like seven percent the stimulus stuff left over was like what was it 1.7 percent of that or something it was not the big the leading factor but when you just make these somewhat true statements about how this works so that to the layman it's like yeah that makes sense you know and so costs went up it's like that's not the only reason it's really gross by like omitting everything that's really happening here just just like not giving the correct context because like and you can go back to your point about how oh this is the way things are well that's a shitty way to run a society or economy well it's like so more recently (laughs) uh, back to the article prices have been driven up if more slowly by the strong labor market the unemployment rate is as low as it ever gets and has been for some time with labor shortages in a number of sectors air traffic control education blah, blah 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 the tight labor market has forced employers to pay workers more boosting wages particularly at the lower end of the income spectrum and it's like yeah so more another thing leading to this misery of inflation and necessities costing more and even luxury so-called luxury is we items all have jobs. Yeah, is because the labor market <laughs> is tight it's like well most people are in the labor market okay most that's why the labor market is tight <laughs> yeah, because unemployment well, I mean, most of us aren't <laughs> owners we are workers it's the entire we are the proletariat that's most people you know it's like but and even even so as it says here real hourly earnings for workers in the 10th percentile of wage distribution went up more than eight percent in the past three and a half years it's like so for one thing it was already starting before the pandemic did all of this wages were going up and eight percent is not enough. And it's because mm-hmm. that 8% for McDonald's workers making $15 an hour is not what made eggs triple in price. McDonald's yeah. workers making $15 an hour is not why you pay $4 a gallon for gas. Like, and it's so idiotic to put these things together in the same like the same paragraphs you know in the same article like it it's really weaselly and like and even rising eight percent well you know what uh with ooh, there's a big spider on my wall with the rising nice. cost with inflation the average american household is spending eleven thousand dollars more this year than they were last year. And that's not because we're all getting fucking princess cruise vacations. 
Eleven thousand dollars. Every single time I go to the grocery store, it's like a hundred and fifty dollars at least. Yes. I feel like it's like everything is so it, fucking let expensive. Alone everything the biggest is issue, so expensive. Yeah, rent and housing. Housing, obviously, mine has stayed neutral because I'm incredibly lucky. Same here. But I know in Othello, a tiny, 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 tiny little town, one of our friends. Uh, their rent is going up from whatever is like a three bedroom house there. It's going up to like twenty four hundred dollars a month. I was like, "Are you fucking joking me? That's like what? That's like what I make in a month, yeah. and that's someone's rent for a shitty, tiny, n- in middle of nowhere, podunk, backwater little piece of shit town." Like, and I hey, say that with down. love, calm but down. literally no, no <laughs> jobs there. How the would you be able to afford that? Potato producing capital of America. No, all right? there. <laughs> There are no high-paying jobs. Yeah. They're twenty-four hundred dollars a month. That's insane. Yeah. Like how? 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 Who? How? You're gonna have to have like a bunch of roommates and stuff in a tiny little rural ag town. You can't even have. You can't even rent a house. And then you get are you joking? That microeconomic like, level where it's like, <laughs> why does it's like well costs have gone up. The cost of the real estate and maybe your property taxes and insurance have gone up. Not that much. You're just making more money. And some of them, these fucking landlords, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. you're making more money to cover your other rising costs of living, even though you're a landlord, so who cares? But but it's like, it's all like anyone above the working class threshold does not experience this the same way. But this is how the majority of people experience life even middle class people like stuff is too expensive like <sighs> but um let's see but people just have a lot of money on hand who what people who? no all we the people don't making money off of because these, we're these spending it all maybe? on this yeah. stuff <laughs> More broadly, they seem to be less likely to change their purchasing habits in response to price shifts. Yes, that's oh, how really? the economy works. Buying You're food expecting and gas and people to, yeah. Uh, all it is is it's just a it's just calling out regular people for not engaging in austerity, and that's not how this should be in the United yeah. States of America. You know, not with a bunch of fucking billionaires yes. we got here. What are why, we going to go to austerity we measures? Austerity we have the richest measures. people in the history of the world living here. And if we're you're like, talking about we have us to, as making more money, we can't buy a new dishwasher. Why are we supposed to be engaging in austerity measures if we're supposedly making more money? We should should have more money. You say we have more money because you see line on graph go up and you say that good. But that's that's uh, as much economic uh, info as a fucking caveman could do, is the level you're operating Honestly, at when you write stuff like this. I guess I just don't really even understand supply and demand, like why things have to be more expensive. And, and even right here. Okay. Ugh. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, a raft of recent studies have found that American consumers have become less price sensitive in recent decades. I don't know where that's from. I didn't click on that. But why? Maybe because although prices of consumer goods are higher than they were a few years back, they're still much, much more affordable than they were a few decades ago. What? 
So what? <laughs> what are you talking about? What is talking and about you're talking about portable? what these goods like what computers and stuff like that? Yeah. Okay. No but shit. But it's like I mean this has been all over Twitter too with these goddamn liberals uh <laughs> trying to it's like it's like you're just literally so stupid. Uh it's economic gaslighting. It's like no, like, actually, are you purposely no, stupid actually, your life you is like, good. Yeah, no, it's good. No, actually, uh, <laughs> back in the eighties, if more you money look at these numbers had. and the ratios of what people were making and what houses cost, it isn't more expensive. No, your life is good. It's like it's just not. Mm. It can't be true. And even if you can weasel your way around economic data, which anyone can. Well, not anyone, but I mean, it's, if you look yeah. at it, you can. It's economics. It's, it's not fucking real. voodoo. Um, what you can yeah. do with the numbers, it's like it doesn't matter. Like this is reality. You only live once. This is your economic experience. We don't even live in a society. We live in an economy, as you say. Exactly. So thoughtful. So thoughtful. And you know so what? Thoughtful. <laughs> So, <laughs> but yeah, it is such a disgusting way to look at things where it's like you have all this money and you should blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, you should cut your spending habits. And, and it's like, it really is like, so how do you want people to live their lives? Do you want like what you guys honestly kind of like what they think about like communism and like everyone just being like these drones and doing these things? That's what it feels like they want from us, like going to work and being like, choo, choo, choo. like how they, you know, this like a. Uh, hyperbolic like sure. communist <laughs> sort of thing like with gray jumpsuits yeah. and crap Dream like world. that yeah uh, utopia but it, no. it seems <laughs> it seems like that's what they want from us yes like being, exactly like very like not so you don't want us to buy art for our homes and be like you know or like what do you want you don't want us to like uh remodel our kitchens or you don't want us to buy a new couch or you don't want us to do, you want us to save our money you don't want us to go and enjoy our lives in any way that make it like a meaningful human experience you want us to just be like some automaton drone like you think it would be like in a communist sort of thing where nobody is anybody everyone is the same you ask someone really... <laughs> to describe what's wrong with communism and they will always describe capitalism they will describe what capitalism is is, is what's wrong with communism? What are the bad things about communism? They'll just describe capitalist reality. Yeah, that's because everyone is stupid except me. Psychotic, me. deranged, <laughs> yeah. cultist. I burped I was going to say, oh, I was drinking some soda today. Yeah. I, I got to get a burp on the air. Owned. Me too. Consider yourself but yeah, owned let's see. because you are. Mine's a soleil burp. Um, oh, come on. See, there's no link for this. Here in the closing, well, there's a couple things. Let's see. It should be good news that Americans are better off than they were pre-pandemic. It should be good news that people can afford more, even if prices are high. But then why is everyone so mad about prices? And they're saying, oh, it's all psychological. People seem to think of their swelling bank accounts as a result of their own hard work, but consider cost increases someone else's screw-up. Who's got swelling bank accounts? I don't swelling know. Swelling <laughs> bank accounts? <laughs> but uh, it's like... What the fuck is this loser talking uh, about? Nor <laughs> do average consumers see inflation as something that might benefit them by, say, eating away at the value of their mortgage payments. That's only if you intend to, like, 
it, yeah, it eats away at the value. So, oh gosh, now I have this really uh, a much more valuable home. So you can what? Sell it and buy an extremely expensive house? It's lateral. And what are you talking about, bitch? Who are you? Who are you talking about? You're talking to millennials with this article. <laughs> yeah. Like most of us don't own homes. You're talking to uh, the minority true, of right? the population. The majority of millennials don't own a home. I don't even know what the statistics on that uh, are. Well, I know we're just worse off than our but parents. One That's thing what I know. I mean, <laughs> there's links to whatever bullshit she's putting in here. Except here in the end, uh, interestingly enough. People want to blame Joe Biden for their bills. They want to accuse stores of gouging them, though the evidence for, quote, greedflation is scant. No, it's not. No, it's not. Or even, I mean, maybe if you want to, you want to specifically say, no, that's not greedflation. That's just profits or whatever. It's like, no, it's profit seeking. Like we're saying, that is the syst- that is the that way the is? economy works it's like oh because yeah greedflation oh they're just right raising prices so they can and that causes inflation evidence for that is not scant at all it made up the majority of uh inflation woes after the supply chain started coming back it's just a fucking fact like i said you can move these numbers around however you want but it's like, that's what it is. When they can make more money, they will. They don't have to make a better product or service for you. They don't have to, um, they don't have to make things more affordable for you. They want to make more money. And if you will spend that money because A, um, because you can, or B, because you have to, then... They will charge you that much. And by they, of course, yep. I mean corporations, <laughs> you know. Non-binary yeah. people, yeah. <laughs> That's because he hates non-binary people. You know what? So so true. And so That's a, It's just stuff like this. I mean, I wish that I could explain myself better, but just the existence of these articles, like... Uh, and not only that, but just the way that it's written so that normal, quote unquote normal, but, you know, middle class mm. liberals Average. that read The Atlantic mm-hmm. just take the, you know, someone who doesn't study economics. Um, and it's funny because, like, everyone experiences, uh, you know, uh, liberal capitalist economics if you live in the United States in some way or another, but someone has to put it into words for you or use data to say, Hey, this is why you're experiencing what you're experiencing. And so stuff like this, like it actually matters because it plants these foul seeds in people's chicken seeds. Yeah, exactly. All these, (laughs) these goose seeds, these Canada goose, <laughs> and then they just shit out all over the park grass. These, mm-hmm. uh, these, uh, yeah, they they uh-huh. shit them out everywhere. They're not actually connected ideas of the economy. So you can pick and choose whatever turd you mm-hmm. want to pick up. You want to? It step really in? Yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> like you pick and choose whatever you want. They're all exactly, shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> but yeah i'll I'll just to say socialism is when no car but 
Anyway, it just pissed me off, and and, so and especially like, I don't know, I don't know what else Annie Lowry writes or whatever. Did you? So what? So you, married to Ezra Klein? Yeah, she's like a she, Annie Lowry. Okay, American uh, journalist. She, yep, did uh, the New York Times. She's a staff writer. Money box columnist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. She was, uh, she went to Harvard. Well, um, there we go. Yeah, so she's like a, you know, a stuck up. <laughs> Let me see. Well, I mean, you know. I've got people that, Wow. Uh, but she published her first book, Give People Money, How a Universal Basic Income Would End Poverty, Revolutionize Work, and Remake the yeah, World. That's so, why I have what? I have 28 <laughs> mutual, uh, 28 people that I follow follow her on Twitter. She has 100,000 followers. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm just looking through her tweets. The ben she, Yeah, lots yeah. of good. No. <laughs> no. Lots of good takes and stuff. Florida faces an affordability crunch. It just seems like a dumb article. Like, why did she write that? It seems like she could write something like, yeah, she's been on, yeah, she's done all this other kind of stuff. I'm sure she's written some really good wow. things. Like, her book well, was nominated for, like, a, or shortlisted for, like, a book of the year for the Financial Times, or whatever business book, something. So Yeah, it's yeah. like, and you can, that's the thing. Someone who's well-versed in this stuff, you know, writes about money, finance, economics, and all that, um, and even uh, in a more left-leaning perspective, some liberal worked for Slate, you know, and now writes for The Atlantic and has this book about UBI, and it's still, like, I don't know, it's like, it's irresponsible sometimes, like, I just, I just don't understand it, like, Right, and it just goes to show how um, thin, how how like just bullshit um, economics is. Like, there's it's one thing oh, yeah. to to sh- like. There's so many different ways to look at um, trends and actual like data um, and like come to different conclusions about cause and effect and stuff like that. And for that reason, like, uh, it's so hard. It's it's hardly ever like, um, solid, like, uh, in making predictions about the economy. It's so complex. Um, and we feel this need to like, look at, macroeconomic levels um you know and explain things that you have to simplify stuff not even like to write an article for the layman to read but just to like just to engage in discussions of economics it has to um it needs to be simplified in a way that makes it impossible to just be the truth. You know what I mean? And it's like, and sometimes, I mean, it, economic economists always want it to be a science. It's not a fucking science. I mean, it's a social science. 
it's just like <laughs> you're you're not going to be able to predict things right. It's very abstract. You can't tell mm-hmm. how the you know certain changes in the economy will be a butterfly effect for individual families and stuff when the structure of our capitalist system will fuck over people no matter what. It's part of it's part of the yes, design. Yes, it's by design. It's what keeps it... People yeah, have like to be fucked over part of it. <laughs> for the economy to run. That's what it is. We're like, and, and when fewer people are quote-unquote fucked over, and like maybe just by saying the un- unemployment rate is low, then it leads That's to fucking issues. Even more. Most of us are working. Yeah, and yeah. it's like it leads Yikes. to even yeah. more issues. It's like, it's just, it's just trash. I mean... Yeah, people having to work all the time. That's an issue, honestly. It's like, yeah, we have a really low unemployment rate. Great. So most people are just, like, spending their entire lives working. How fun. How great. Ayla would be so proud of the way that our society has evolved (laughs) from the beauty and simplicity of, like, early man and, like, our, you know, communities and, like, what's important and all this kind of stuff. And then we grew up into, like... I don't know, dying for Amazon. Yeah, and even she, <laughs> what a, she what a wrote bummer. an article a few weeks ago, it will never be a good time to buy a house. Earlier this year, I moved from San Francisco to New York with my dogs, kids, and husband. My family rented an apartment, and once we figured out that we liked it here and wanted to stay, we looked to buy a place. For roughly 11 minutes before realizing that literally any other activity would be a better use of our time, Oh, has she never heard of housing fragment. in New York City? No, I mean she knows she uh, came from San Francisco, oh. but well, but I Brooklyn mean, it's like, has 1.1 million housing easy? units. <laughs> Just a dozen of them seem to fit our requirements, and we're sitting on the market. All of the options were too expensive, and that was before factoring in the obscene cost of a mortgage. New York and housing is in many things is an extreme example, but the brutal mathematics is much the same across the country. Blah, 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 vacant housing units, that number has dwindled, and now, yeah. Oh, like, and that's, that's such bullshit. So yeah, the now since it's 732,000 vacant housing units, despite the country having added 30 million people to its population, the Case-Shiller Index of Home Prices is near its highest ever inflation-adjusted level, see, which already throws a wrench in these these people in similar circles as her that talk about it actually actually it isn't that much worse i mean it kind of flies in the face of the whole well we're making more money why is everyone so miserable i got a you're just you're saying right now home prices adjusted for inflation are it's completely out of control it's just a fact, you know, but rural areas are expensive. Suburbs are expensive. Cities are absurdly expensive. Nowhere is cheap. That's in part thanks to mortgage rates. And it's like, yeah, in part, but it's mostly in part to, like we're saying, the world we live in, that people are going to make more mm-hmm. money no matter how they can do it. And the fact that, like, corporate um, big you know, or what is it? Like, uh, these corporations are buying housing. Hedge funds are like, Zillow oh boy. To, yeah. Like, it's like, uh-huh. we, we learned nothing from 2008 with like treating the housing market as this. Yeah, we did. We're like, we can do as it better. This way yeah. To like, yeah, <laughs> speculate and make money through, um, funds like that. It's like, <sighs> I mean, 
uh, housing should be where people live. Like, we shouldn't even be talking about it in these terms. Build houses to house people. It shouldn't really be part of, like, a profitable yes. part. Like, are there any... Is there a single, like, thing that we can say, nope, this is it. We can't make profit off of this. It can't... It's evidently not food, obviously. I know, exactly. Uh, it should be education, healthcare, is it like, housing. Yeah. <laughs> should be non-profit food. sectors of the economy. You that thought is what first started pushing me to, like, uh, um, leftist thought after being a moronic, quote-unquote, libertarian. Libertarian. You know, where it's just like, food wait, and water. but this stuff, why Not would this... profit off of that. Why would we need to be profiting off of that? And it was healthcare or was the number can, one thing, where it's like... Why can't we just like, have an economy where, yeah, it's like the supply and demand and the market determines so many uh, ways that we consume and live, but some things you just can't because it's bad for society. And that was because of healthcare. It's like people shouldn't be making money off of sickness, you know, or like uh, where demand is not something that we want to entertain as like an economic input it's just there people have a demand like, for healthcare. they have a demand for shelter and housing they have a demand for water and yeah. water you'll literally die without <laughs> yes. it you can live outside very uncomfortably you can find some kind of shelter and as long as you have like clothes and like you can survive for the most part you will die yeah. without water very quickly it is, and you know what? Who doesn't think food and water and stuff is like a human the people right? The that, United States. No, we're so the fucking people gross. that sell uh, food and water. <laughs> we voted on it. Said yeah. that food is not a human right. So we straight up said no. It's Osama not. Osama bin Laden was right. <laughs> I mean, he's not exactly wrong, but <laughs> that's what we like, want legit, supposedly with our democracy. It seems like we should all get. It's like. Yeah, people we should voted be able to make a living. Farmers, obviously, that, that, that those weren't human rights, and that's why democracy simply doesn't work. Yeah, farmers should be able to make a living doing what they're doing, but everyone should get food. Every single person should be entitled to like food stamps or whatever it is. Every single person deserves yeah. to eat food. Every single person on this planet deserves to drink clean drinking water. And nobody anywhere on the entire earth should ever starve yeah. to death. That is just those kind of basics are Unless like, they want those are to. so incredibly. <laughs> yeah, if you want to, if you want to go on a hunger strike, that's your own thing. But you should never do it because you're literally like can't find access to food or to clean drinking water. That is so unacceptable that that we can't even agree that that as a baseline <laughs> yeah. is something we're like, nope, what we can write into law, shareholders, they deserve profits. Food? No. that's Nobody deserves food. Shareholders deserve a part of the profits yeah. from their investing in this business. People have no right to uh, drink water. They can fuck off. It's up. almost like, yeah, <laughs> these people should be able to create these, but everyone should be able to have access to it, which is just... Uh, such a yeah neoliberal it's like should be able to buy it that's well, what access is yeah but it's like i would say have it yeah, yeah obviously that's just like working within know, this stupid saying, system that it's like it's i don't think that, that really if, works but as if 
from each according to their ability to make these products should go to each according to their need for them it's almost like and you know what we all i came up with that myself food yeah okay (laughs) kropotkin no (laughs) he's a regular i just like that he's a regular kropotkin over here here. um (laughs) my little kropotkin you think his mom called him that (laughs) (laughs) where gosh i mean because from each oh is it down here dang it i love karl marx that's what i was looking for Mm -hmm. I Uh, thought that that's what you were looking for. Well, anyway, my thoughts on that article. That was crap. It was junk. It was worse than the Chinese food I ate, which I already had diarrhea twice from. Yeah. (laughs) I thought you were saying your thoughts on this episode. Yeah, this episode? (laughs) That was crap. It was junk. It was worse than the Chinese food I ate, which I already had diarrhea twice from. It was, and that diarrhea sounded like this. (laughs) It was bad. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. um, let's go. Shout out. Shout out okay. to his family. Shout out to Wendy, Zach, and, and Emily. Ryan and, and shout out to our Lord Berto, and Savior, R.M. Brown, Benita. Christ himself. Of course. He is the reason for the season, folks. His little baby Arun Brown in a manger <laughs> with his purple glasses on and his little sweater. Uh, Oh, I know Aaron Brown. <laughs> well, as as he says, I mean, I thought it was crap and it was junk, but uh, that was a really nice one. Thanks, Inane Blather. Whatever, if you say so. If you yeah, say so. Well, okay, let's go. I love you. He he knows best, yeah. so yeah. I love you. Bye. I love you. Bye.